Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Peace family is 19 Keys. That's 19 Keys with electrical thought patterns and conversations. This is a high-level conversation between me and Jay Morrison. Tap in. I want them to get your elevator pitch from you, so to speak. Your, 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 your narration of yourself. Who is 19 Keys? And I want to start from there. So who is 19 Keys for people that don't even know? Um, 19 Keys, I'm a high-level observer. Um, I'm a leader. Um... I'm an executor, you know, I'm a young black Muslim. Um, I grew up in Oakland, California, and I was taught that I was a God at a very young age and I believed it and I grew into that understanding. And understanding what that is, for once you have to qualify yourself to be a young God by executing and getting that knowledge and doing that work. And so throughout my life, when I was 19 years old, one of the ways people always ask me, when did you become conscious? And I don't believe in the idea of really becoming conscious. We always aware of what we're doing It just, when I became aware of providing keys, information, and knowledge to people that's applicable to their life and their success, their freedom, justice, and equality is when I used it for myself. And so when I was 19, I had a case with me and my my older brother and my father. We was fighting a case together. And I remember when I was locked up, I was reading this book. It was a fiction book. And it was a great book. It was a beautiful story. You know, great characters in it. It was about a bank robbery or something. I read that book. I knocked it out. And then I looked back up and I was still in my cell in that bed. And I thought about it like, damn, that had nothing to do with my freedom whatsoever. And so they had to extradite me from one city to another. And when I got to um, trial, my older brother was there. He's fighting a case behind bars at the time. So he was giving me some books that I should read during this time to empower my mindset so that we have a greater chance of beating this case. So we taking it to trial. We fighting the devil all the way through. I always believe you can't be a god, you can't beat the devil. You understand me? And that's not saying you go win every battle, but you got to be in there fighting. So once I read these books, they were books that had to do with the system, the legalese of the system, the language. And I remember even telling my my uh, lawyer things that he should do to get certain things dismissed within a case and stuff like that. And of course, essentially, we beat the case. 
And after that, I never went back to information that didn't allow me to apply it towards my freedom. You understand me? That I can apply in real life. So I haven't read a fiction book ever since. Instead, I've committed myself to finding different keys that allow me to continue to unlock myself and stay free, you know, and, and, and have that justice and have that equality and gain some equity within this world. So, you know, I've been on a journey for a long time as an entrepreneur, as a leader, as a thinker, you know, providing whatever keys I have to unlock those across the paradigm within the world. And so some people know me from, you know, being a part of the shifters with my brother. We traveled around the world providing solutions to people. You know, we did. I did my um, diaspora tour last year, going to the different four corners of the diaspora and studying our people you know, and finding what are our problems. So, so hold on. Pause right there, diaspora. We're going to come right back to diaspora. Yes, sir. I want to dive into that with, 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 with correct intention. I want to back up a little bit. Um, so jail experiences, you read in the BS, right? You read mm -hmm. in the nonfiction, the, the stuff that gets your mind and free your mind for a moment. Yeah, some escapism. Yeah, some, some escapism, right? Like, I, I done did the whole Donald Goins collection, you know what I mean? Horse Son, Black Girl Lost, like that. Iceberg Slim, like, mm -hmm. I own my biz. Two and a half, two and a half years, I gave the system. And I, I did all those books. Um, but I remember reading books like Og Mandino, The Greatest Salesman Ever, The Greatest Story Ever Told. Um, and, and other books that started to unlock my mind. And right. what that did for me, feeding myself. Now, when I was in prison in 2000, uh, 2000 to 2002, my cellmate was a double lifer. He would give me a mix of the books, or the fiction, and, and, and the gangster, and the... Uh, and the educational yeah. self-development. But he also was grooming me at the time. He was a double lifer, 38, 30 years in prison from Baltimore. And he literally groomed me to be a better drug dealer when I left. Mm. So he gave me a mix of the self-development, a mix of the Iceberg Slim and the Donald Goins in order to make me um, what he called uh, really a better charmer and disarmer. And, yeah, and, but but using, but using that gift for how I could maneuver through the streets better, and how I could use my power, my superpowers in the streets. So I get that. Now you talked about reading about legalese and, and, and freeing yourself, right? Now I was about nineteen years old. So so how old are you right now today? Oh, I'm young, brother. How young? <laughs> how, how, no, I, I, young? I'm uh, I'm twenty nine. 29. So, so that's 10 years decade, ago. Uh, okay, so about a decade in for the keys, for, for the keys of you unlocking yes, your mind and beginning that journey to unlock others. Yeah, yeah, we've been tapped in. I mean, a decade on the pursuit of knowledge is a long time. I'm looking at these military helicopters outside. Um, yeah, yeah, but a decade in the pursuit of knowledge is a long time. You understand me? And Facts. forever. When, when, when right now people have the opportunity to indulge in escapism, to try to escape the problem and the reality that exists, or to add value upon themselves. And adding value looks like adding knowledge because once you know something, you have a value that others can exchange money for, can exchange time for. So the quickest way to add value unto yourself is to learn. The quickest way to provide value to someone else is to teach them something they don't know. So I remember, you know, Growing up in the streets, I would see cats that jump off that porch, but they didn't have no guidance. They didn't have nobody to that be a keys in their life. They didn't have nobody that can tell them what to do, what night to do, how to give them some guidance. So I think about the cats that go to the court cases, and they never fight that case. You understand me? Because for one, either lack of money, you understand me, or lack of knowledge. 
You understand me? And so when we think about that, it's like, damn, who go get the keys to those who, who who have them rusty lock minds? And so even the turn 19 keys, that come, I was first impressioned by that during a uh, quote that I learned from Masfada Muhammad. And it was that there's 17 million original people and there's 2 million Indians. And he said that represents the 19 million rusty locks. And he said there's 19 million well-oiled keys to unlock those minds. And so the number 19 is not the finite number. It's a number that represents all numbers. So each number, one through nine, just represents more ones. So I think about all of the ones across the planet Earth, all the black men and women all across the planet Earth. Those are those 19 million that I'm going for. Those are the 19 I'm going for, giving them that knowledge and giving them that keys so that we can get to that place where we can never be oppressed again and we get into a state of enlightenment. Now, I love that. And y'all might see my phone go a little tipsy and... Um, I mean, reaching for something. I'm reaching for, I just reached for a pen and a pad. But listen, I'm a, I'm a student, my brother, right? And so my, my brother said, the greatest way to add value to someone else is to teach them something. Yeah. I had to write that down. I believe you said the greatest way to add value to yourself is to learn something. Yes, sir. Everybody, listen, no bad time. Listen, we on quarantine. Y'all not doing too much. You shouldn't be out driving. Get your, don't just be live streaming to pop, pop an emoji on the screen. Right. Get out a pad and take some real notes. There's teaching going on. There's this life teaching going on. And, and I think if you're adding value to us by allowing us to learn something from you, it is our duty to accept that value and show appreciation of that value that you hear in our presence giving us some game to be able to retain as much of that value and them jewels, those keys as possible yeah otherwise so it becomes it otherwise it becomes conscious junk food you know because of escapism culture um right now conscious, it, junk, food, con conscious junk food is this man there's a lot of people who indulge in consciousness and information but they take in consciousness as if it's entertainment they take in knowledge as if it's entertainment right so even though if they really executed upon it they're really just snacking on it they're not really learning about it they're not really taking the information and trying to get to the same level as the person that they're learning from. They know that, oh, this is a, since I'm listening to 19 Keys or Jay Morrison, I know this is good information, but you've been in the same position you know, the, the, the entire time. So you wonder, like, what is, the, what is the aggregate efficiency of the conscious community? What is the aggregate efficiency of our revolution? And when you, when you measure aggregate efficiencies of economies, you're looking at how much they're putting in based on the potential energy of how much they're getting out. And so when we look at how have we been effective, if you have millions of people streaming these conscious leaders, thought leaders, then you would think that that would be millions of people executing. But a lot of people is indulging in empowerment as if it's entertainment. So really, it just becomes conscious junk food for them. You understand me? So I don't want a person to be sitting there listening to me like that. Yeah, and, 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 it, and it makes you feel good, but it doesn't make you do good. And so we got to get, we have to, rearrange the way we think and our pattern of thinking to say that let me learn this as an instruction right i'm not just taking this as entertainment let me, let, this no, is an instruction down, I'm, I'm gonna help them learn king i don't want to cut you off i apologize i want to help them learn everybody should be writing this down let's start learning from people that we see are doers and and, and i have a five-year litmus test personally i feel like anybody that i'll learn from anybody but when, to, to value and to have a litmus test of somebody's credibility, mm -hmm. I need to see five years of their consistent body of work and track record of being who they present to me they are. 
Other than that, to me, it could be flighting. It could be a phase of who they are. It right. could be a trend. It could be a fad of who they are. So for anyone that's shown me a consistent body of work in at least five years of consistently being who they present and post who they are, especially in the social media area, and I like this spirit, I feel their vibe, then with that, I think there's something that, some value I can take. So with that, you talked about um, us taking information and learning as instruction. Yes. And I think that's what just happened to me, building with my brother, Wall Street Trapper, Mm. He gave me the information on the stock market, built with him outside the live stream. He gave me the top list of the stocks. Yeah. Gave me the Ameritrade account to open. Gave me the whole thing. I then got into everything else I'm supposed to be that, that I'm doing. Didn't follow the structure, what I call being intentional, and go do it on purpose, and simply move my money from one account to the other account, knowing what I intended to have done. I wasn't intentional about it. wasn't being instructed and following right. the instructions. So for many of us, I was high off the stock shit. Right. I shared it on my YouTube, shared the clip of my IG yeah. later, we tracked down the live stream, I did a whole screen share on my phone to post it because it saved in my phone. So I'm so hyped about giving information out to others, adding value to others. I'm giving everybody this stock game that's right. so valuable, I ain't even follow the goddamn instruction my damn self. You know, I, I call that conscious Perfect. drug dealing. You understand me? Because we got a high, we give it to other people because we know that they're going to get a high as well. You understand me? And so, and and and, and I want y'all to understand this. It's two type of leaderships that I believe in. It's direct leadership and there's indirect leadership. And that goes into direct manipulation and indirect manipulation. Manipulation is finding a clever way to get people to a, to a, to a goal, essentially. Now, of course, manipulation is connotated in a negative way in today's society because they connect it to narcissism. But in reality, manipulation is just finding a clever way to get people to a service or goal. Now, direct leadership is saying that, okay, the way I'm going to get people to the service or goal is by example. I'm going to do it myself, and because they see me do it, I will be leading them as well. That's how I pattern my influence. Indirect is saying I'm going to incentivize people to get it. So you can articulate it. You can tell them I'm going to put a pretty lady in front of you, you're going to get it, like you're trying to incentivize them to go do something. You understand me? But that doesn't mean that you do it yourself, right? You can tell the person like, listen, this is a, this is a good thing to do because we're going to get these results. You're incentivizing them. That's indirect manipulation. Direct is saying, no, I do this myself. Y'all can just follow what I do and I only teach what I do and what I know. That's the leadership I respect more because it requires more accountability. And you're making sure you're steering people Facts. in the right direction based on your experience. Facts. And, and, and yes, you can give a real first-hand experience. Um, and it makes you more thorough as a leader and as a teacher. Absolutely. Whenever you, whenever you participate in, in, in actual action, sure. And, 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 and so, that goes into the difference between information, knowledge, smarts, and wisdom. Right? Hold, hold on, pause right there. Queen Ernestine Morrison. Anna. Daughter, can she hear me? One second, James important. Because I, because I gave my princess and my queen the task of creating our stock accounts. I gave them the same stock video. Yeah. I told them to watch the video so they're educated on what I learned. Yeah. And to create the accounts and move the money and invest. Yeah. No, we just started the Market Keys group um, with me and my good brother, Chris Cole. So I, I, I would definitely get into it, y'all. Yeah. Did you watch your stock video yet? You ready to go tomorrow? 
create the account and go see. Yeah. Ernestine Morrison. We all good. Tomorrow we invest. You watch. You watch the video. You lying? A little bit. I'll be on y'all. Y'all playing around. All right. Tomorrow. Tomorrow we are. We are in. All right. But I need you to watch the video to understand the strategy aligned. Yeah. All right. Tomorrow we're going in. So yeah, I'm very intentional. And again, by leading, um, by example. And being the best CEO for my last name, the best mm-hmm. leader and visionary for my last name, and being as, as and being as intentional as possible about, um, you know, not just to make sure I know the information, but my queen know the information, right? And my my heirs know the information, and that we can all facilitate this together. See, that that right? tighten everybody up when everybody know the same thing. That puts y'all in like that um. Them, 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 them Marines. You understand me? Each person knows each other's job, so if one person falls off, they can tell them how to do it right. Or, or if they fall off, the mission can still be completed because the next person can still handle their position. That's how we want it. We want an airtight over here, and we want to make sure that that the information, right? We just talk about information being the best value you can offer somebody is to, is to teach them something, right? So if I can impart that value in my queen and in my daughter, so my daughter can then impart it into her children, my all my extended heirs. We are now strengthening the Morrison legacy and the Morrison last name. Right. Right, in real life. So, all right, let's go back to a circle, if you don't mind. And this is your show, so you can always go wherever you want to go, honestly. No, nah, so I, I, I'm just tapping in with your people. I do this daily providing value, so, you know, we just tapping in. Absolutely. Now, I, I always like to, um, I feel like with you, Encouraging you to go where your spirit takes you is a good thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, however the vibe goes, that's, well, that's I, a good tap in. You know, I, I deem this year ownership or slaveship, right? You understand me? And last year I told people, look, if you ain't started last year and you ain't picking up these keys getting this last year, I told people last year, all year long, I told them this is not going to be your year next year. <laughs> and people didn't realize how important that was. Like if you if you weren't building something and already preparing, this is not the year to start something. This was the year to build something and have it going after it's already started and you in that success mode. And 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 that's just because and a brother had reminded me, he was like, Keys, you you had told us that it was gonna be a big shift coming, but people didn't listen because that's if you become a high level observer, you're able to see things on a different level, right? So what is twenty twenty vision? Twenty twenty vision is when you can see something twenty feet away, right? Right, so if a person got uh, um, twenty four uh, fifteen vision, I mean they can see it even further away. Somebody got twenty ten vision, they can see it like they they eagle eye. You understand me? But if a person got let's say twenty thirty vision, they got to get a little closer. You know what I mean? A person got twenty forty, they got to get so damn close they legally blind. It's not until it's right in front of their face that they can see reality. So if you a person that got what I call twenty o vision, you can see it before it's even there. Because you're not looking with your eyes, you're viewing it with your mind, you observing, taking in data, and then you can understand what's happening around you. So we low observers. When the stock market crashed, a low observation of the stock market is, oh, people losing money, the stock's not worth nothing. Because you don't have enough information to observe it at a high level. But you observe options. You understand me? The S&P 500, you know what the bond market is. You know you know how liquidity injections affect equity and dividends. You understand me? And what these corporate bailouts are doing. Then you say, okay, I can observe it like a surfer would bad weather. So you say, well, the average person see bad weather like, man, if I get in there, I'm going to drown. 
You know what I mean? It's not a good day. A uh, 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 master surfer say, oh, man, this is great weather. I'm about to get in there and catch a good wave. That's what the stock market is. You get in there catching a wave because money doesn't disappear. It just goes up and down. If a trillion left out, that, that's a trillion somewhere in somebody's pocket. You know what I'm talking about? Right. So the goal is always to get in the flow of things, and that's why I tell people you got to have money consciousness. Our people don't have money consciousness. You understand me? Because I, I, I say I don't make money. Personally, I don't make money. It's illegal to make money. You understand me? The U.S. Treasury Department makes money. I create value and exchange it for money. That's the purpose of having money. It's to exchange it for something of value. So that's why I say the quickest way to add value to yourself. If I, if I just became a genius, guess what? People are going to come to me for what I know. So now I just added value onto myself so everybody can come out this quarantine more valuable than when they went in based off what you learn and what you're doing right now. Now, I'm not going to act like these are not, you know, very serious times. Things can get much worse. You know, so prepare yourself as, as, as not for waiting for things to get better. Prepare yourself. Are you waiting for you? Hold on. That was Brother Ben had called me. Um, <laughs> no, it, you, you prepare yourself so you get better, not so that things get better. You understand me? Because therefore, it, it don't matter how things go up or down. As long as you getting better, you good. That's it. You at your best. You can weather any storm. You can weather any crisis. Yeah. I was saying that during our, our crisis class. We did a live stream last Saturday. And the secret sauce to it all, to, to avoid any crisis, I literally went down my whole 24-year career um, and talking about different obstacles, challenges, and crisis. And what I've learned has prepared me to be able to look at this storm or this, this uncertain time with a level of confidence. Because I'm well informed about, how you said, how money moves, about mm -hmm. how equity works, what's going to be happening with the market, multiple ways in order to create revenue, right? And just all of the, the inner workings of all this. I'm, I'm, I'm well secure when it comes to being insured, critical illness insurance, life mm -hmm. insurance, supplemental insurance, right? And all these things, again, being knowledgeable enough, having added enough value to my life to be prepared for a storm, but... As you say, in any challenge, even wasn't the Corona, COVID, none of that. Right. We prepared for most things, and I say I don't. I never have a fear of staying broke. I can't promise I'll never go broke because, right. as we see, things happen. Hey, hey, but, but never stay broke. Not to cut your wisdom, broke means something doesn't work. So you right. only become broken when you're not working. So you can't right. lose the secret to everybody's success on the planet Earth is that work they put in. So you just got to rework your plan and find a different way to make something work. That's right. And, and, and if your money not working and your currency broke, <laughs> if your capital broke or depleted or deficient, right? I'm never worried about being capital deficient for long because I know too much. Right. My value is too right. much in so many different spaces, whether it's syndicating real estate deals, developing deals, wholesaling deals, flipping deals, landlording deals, being a realtor, being a lender, being a mortgage loan officer, being a coach, being a mentor, digital marketing, lead generation, financial controls, automation, synthetic, whatever it is, I know Talk enough. that talk then. Talk that talk then, okay? Oh, I, I thought he, he done dropped about 19 on y'all one time. All right. 
I could do 19 more. I know too much about LTVs and ARVs and ROIs and pity payments and down payments and FHA loans and VHA loans and conventional loans and conventional yes, financing and hard money financing and private lending and refinancing the HELOCs and home equity, you know, home equity loans and creative business funding and EINs and compliant businesses and creative financing and DUNS numbers and personal credit, family credit, business credit, credit partners, C-Corps, S-Corps, trusts, estates, wills, IULs, you know what I'm saying? Whole life term. I know too much. And, 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 and see, what you did was you just showed language, right? And so I always say every level of consciousness comes with a new language, right? Because if you want to become I'll conscious... Write that down. I'll write that down. Hold on. Every level of consciousness comes with a new language. Go. Yeah. Those who are... Man. Hold on. Those who are poor don't speak the same language as those who are rich. You understand me? These are two different languages because language is the ability to express oneself. So language just doesn't go in words, it goes in action. So if a person gets in real estate, there's a vocabulary that comes along with real estate. And now that you have the knowledge and you have that in your language, you have the ability to express that. Right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the important part about it is saying that how do I increase my language so that I can actually become that person I want to be? And so it, when I listen to you, and, and, and it also allows you to be able to take in more opportunities the more languages you know, because you can understand more things around you. You understand me? If, if you sitting in, I, I like to use this as a, a, an example. If I'm sitting in a coffee shop, right, and here I'm trying to figure out investment ideas for the stock market, and there's two Asian women sitting next to me, and, and, and they could be billionaires, and they're going over exactly what they bought to invest in. That shit don't matter to me unless I can speak their language. You understand me? So there's many opportunities around us. Imagine if if, 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 if so-called God wrote a book and he landed on human beings, but it's in a language that's ancient that nobody understands. The answers are there, but you don't speak the language. So increasing your language allows you to interpret and interact with more opportunities than you normally could. Mm. Right now down to increasing your language allows you to interact with more opportunities you normally would. So money has a language. Real estate has a language, right? they like, can you slow it down for me a little bit? You, you, you're speaking too fast. You're moving too fast. Why? Because you have adapted to this 4, 4G mindset, to this 4D mindset. You have to be processing things quick because you have so much stimuli constantly around you consistently. So even the way that your mind is processing information and calculating data and, 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 and family life, like that's a whole lot of processing going on in your head. But now society is telling us that, okay, we about to kick it up another gear for y'all. We about to kick it up on 5G. Now, 5G world looks a little different. That creates the Internet of Things. That connects all things. That processing speed is fast. So how do people prepare for that? You have to prepare to put yourself on that 5D. What's that 5D? When you get one of them ideas, Jay Morrison, that's just and it's just one of them genius ideas, and you and your master flow, and it feel like you're just kicking out gaming, and you just streaming information at a speed that you can't even understand how you're getting it right now. You understand me? Every problem came with a solution, and you just super tapped in. You on that 5D. You understand me? You almost intuitive, telepathic almost. You can't explain it. You just tapping into that higher resonance consistently. Yeah. Those people that have that, they're prepared for that 5G world already. But unfortunately, the mass of society is only prepared for that 4G, that 4D, because it took you a long time to get up here, and a lot of people aren't even prepared for this space. So when you talk about getting there, we have to raise our people consciousness up to the highest frequency possible for their resonating here, so they can even afford to deal with the world that's starting to come in. How do you do that? 
right? For one, we've been trying to prepare, teaching people how to eat right. You know what I mean? Teaching people the knowledge of the particular world that we in. You understand me? Uh, 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 for one, a 5G world looks like ownership, right? Because if, if you don't own it, then you're susceptible to everybody else now. Like you at most vulnerable at all times. Because this world is where the rich is really going to get richer when you talk about AI coming in there, right? Because if they looking at the space that we currently in, they say, well, when we calculate the risk of having human beings work for us, if y'all get sick again, then that throws off our whole production line, right? So those who have business, they go take calculated risks and say, you know what? We just go hire machines then. You understand me? So how do you adapt in a world that's hiring machines? Now you have to increase your creative capacity, right? Now you have to increase your adaptability, your, your critical thinking. Anything that can be automated will be automated. Anything that can't will become very valuable skills. So your mindset shift has to come. As soon as you see a new technology, you already know the utility of it. You understand me? So we have to go into an evolution and in an, an, an higher enlightenment, but in a very applicable way. My uncle, who's a, a businessman, man, he'd be like, Keith, you so philosophical. But he said, you know what? I fuss with you because you be executing, though. He said, you're the only person I know that be philosophical executing, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? I might go up to the stars, but I'm going to bring it back down here so I can actually use it. And, and, and so I have my own family business, have multiple business, multiple ideas. I don't always put out all my entrepreneurship because people need the mindset. It's not enough to listen to what a person say if you don't know how they think. I'd rather take on your pattern of thinking to where I can become independent of you. But if I always have to come to you, then I never learned your pattern of thinking. So I have to keep coming back to you. And that's why people are on the nipple of the government, because you never learned their operation. So you have to keep coming back to them with this social contract. But when you disconnect from this world and you separate it, because entrepreneurs already don't live in time, right? We are we already not living in a nine to five. We already not living in, uh, um, by the clock. You understand me? So when we think of it like that, when everybody's clock disappeared and that nine to five is no longer there and your whole entire rhythm messed up right now because you used to waking up at a certain time, going to sleep at a certain time. But me, I'm like a plant. So right now these plants are asleep. That's called dirinium, right? So they wake up with the sun, go to sleep with the sun. I got these big old windows. I don't, I don't close my windows because I want to wake up with the sun. It attaches you to that circadian rhythm. So that rhythm is where your immune system and your body is responding at optimum levels. During the time of 10 o'clock, your body is already secreting melatonin, telling it when to go to sleep. The entire rhythm of the planet Earth has just jumped out of the artificial time and started to step into nature's time. Right? So when you're in nature time, this is actually a gift for you, whether you know it or not. You understand me? Don't try to jump back into that old rhythm. Allow this time to raise that vibration. Where do we see animals and nature starting to come back in play? Less pollution. The particle matter, the, the particle matter rate in the hood is high. It's more polluted than any other place. So when there's less traffic and less carbon footprint, now we get to even breathe better air. You understand me? That air that's oxygenating the, 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 the brain and your thought pattern, now you have more time to spend on solutions. So this is a time to where a factory of ideas. Oh, that was my brother calling to buy some good money. Now, when, 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 you understand me? I can see, see, I'm tapped into my fifth dimension so I can operate my spiritual, my business, family, emotional, all of these particular things all at once. Because school told us not to be polymathic. Polymathic is... When you 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 have uh, skill sets that span in many different areas, we're taught to really just think on one thing and become technical thinkers. So in school, 
a technical thinker is doing things technically, right? Like doing things as is. So if I say, Jay Morrison, can you um can you draw this? And if you draw it as is, then that means that required no creativity, right? So even though you might have done it very well and it was efficient, but it required no creativity. So abstract entrepreneurship allows people to say, you know what, if Basquiat painted this, and he painted, he probably put like a little black stripe with a little gold around it. It's, 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 it's catch, capturing the emotion of it. You understand me? But it's not doing it as is. He's finding a different way to get it done. And today, the abstract entrepreneurs are the ones who didn't listen to the indoctrination in school. They're the rebellious ones. Those are the ones who don't have that technical thinking. Now, when we get to that aspect of it, you wonder why certain people utilize these tools a certain way and other people don't. So between the ages of two to four, 90% of children test uh, um, creative, highly creative. By the ages of nine to 10, only like 4% of them do. Because society kills that abstract thinking, finding different ways, questioning things, saying, okay, y'all told me that TikTok was supposed to be utilized to create dancing videos, but I found another utility for it. I was rebellious. I didn't want to do the technical thing. So these abstract entrepreneurs are saying that, wait a minute, social media was supposed to be used as a platform for sharing pictures and shit. No, I'm going to utilize that to make myself rich and famous and empower myself and create revolutions and movements. Those are the abstract thinkers. Pioneers. Exactly. So there's too many people that want to be ahead of their time instead of on time. And, And at this particular point in time, it's all about being present. We are very spiritual people. Spirituality is steeped in the present. When you go meditate, your goal is to steep yourself in the present moment because there's no stress. There's no anxiety in the present. That's where you have all your control and your power. And each present moment presents an opportunity. You understand me? So when we think about how can things change for black people in America? Well, if we look at the what's the moment that we have right now, I always say this. They say it takes 21 days to start a habit. It don't take 21 days to start no habit. It only takes the day you start and the day you don't quit, right? But why do you quit? Because you can't control yourself. So in a disciplined person, every habit starts in a moment. And you can change yourself at any moment if you have discipline. If I say, you know what? I, yeah, I ate meat last year. I mean, uh, last night. But guess what? I'm a vegan now. It's true if you don't eat no more meat. <laughs> but, but that requires you to have discipline. So you can check yourself to say, I, I want to be rich. That's that's very much possible. In that moment, what are you going to start doing? Because your current habits won't allow you to become a new person. And you're going to have to become a new person to reach that new goal. So anytime I want to do something, I'm saying, okay, what's my new language? How does I, I imagine myself speaking to myself a decade ahead of time. Like the only person I've ever been jealous of in my life is future self. He got he he's sleeping with my wife right now. That man got knowledge, he got money I ain't got. <laughs> That man on leadership time, he only things I ain't got yet. Yeah, only person I so I imagine myself saying, "All right, what's your habits? What do you know that I don't know?" And even putting yourself in that mindset, right, allows you to go beyond your current pattern of thinking into another one. So I'll leave y'all with this last bar, and shout out to my good brother Derek Grace, because shout out to Pop Darby. Yeah, my good brother Pop in there. Those those yeah, are essential leadership personnel for the movement. <laughs> yeah, facts. So so when I look at it, I say, okay. And what was I about to say? I didn't got excited and lost the train of thought. Shout out to Derek Grace. You better go somewhere with Derek. Something you saying? Shout out to Derek Grace. Uh, um, last bar. 
No, I had I had a whole thought that I was about to get to people. Y'all y'all messed up. Y'all y'all lost that one. <laughs> oh, here it is. All right. So so more on this, right? So what's the difference between water, liquid, and steam, or or solid ice, liquid, and steam? They're all water, but they're in different states, right? Same thing. Now water can be in actually four different phases. The difference between each phase is the arrangement of the protons, right? It becomes in a different pattern and it changes the state. So that's the same thing I look at our people right now, right? We kind of like blocks of ice. We hard-headed. We can't really move in certain conditions, right? But in order to have that adaptability and that higher consciousness, you have to be able to switch in different states and go into higher states of consciousness, which means we have to rearrange our pattern of thinking. And what does that is frequency and, 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 and knowledge, right? So when people get the right knowledge and they attune to the right frequency, it changes them into higher states of consciousness, so their adaptability changes. They allow themselves to be able to flow. So when I say people need to become like high observers, what we stuck on is we're in judgment mode, right? We step in and we're always judging things. When you're judging things, you're giving energy, energy to your bias, your low consciousness, whatever. But when you're in that high observer mode, now you're taking in information and you're taking in energy. So when I walk in a room, I'm not judging this person because that's a white man or that's a Jewish man or that's a... A, a, a gay person or that. No, I'm looking for value. I'm not going to spend time with none of my judgments right now. I'm looking for value and opportunities. So if we spend time judging what's happening around us in our reality, an example of a lowest level observer is somebody who's racist because they're observing, uh, what they're observing right now is uh, a person's skin color. They're observing color. They don't know nothing about what this person's mind is, what this person thinks, their spirit, nothing. That's a low level observation. A high-level observation is observing a person's mind. So everybody ain't black that has melanin. Only those who are attached right to that righteous way of thinking, those are black people to me. It ain't got nothing to do with nationality, right? Mm. On paper, we can put our nationality, connect to our legal leagues to be able to get his ownership in whatever way we want to do it. Or we can be like the Jews and turn our religion into a nationality. How you want to go for power? But when a person is connected to that original way of thinking in our nature... Oh, what's the opposite of black? White. This is polarity. There's only really two colors when you think of it that way. Color is only measured by our mind, right? So in reality, I look at the polarity of each individual and I'm trying to figure out what's the color of your mind. Are you righteous or not? If you black in the mind, I can rock with you. You understand me? Because I'm, I'll be honest with you. It, it, look at our leadership. Our leadership, light skin is hell, but they black in the mind. You know what I mean? We go to Malcolm, we go to Elijah. We go to many, Martin, we go to some very light-skinned leaders, but they was black and dark in the mind. You understand me? There's some white people that's blacker than some, some melanated people, right? Because of their actions and their execution. They might, have, they might have white guilt and makes them going to do something for other people because they don't want to be a part of that consensus. But some people think that they, 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 they black because they were born with their skin color, and we know that there's niggas that come in all shades. You understand me? So we had to get to that point to where the people I want to connect are the people that have the same color of the mind. Do you really believe in collaboration? Do you really believe in unity? And if that's what your frequency is, I'm rocking with you because we have the same nature. Right. And that's and that's shown by your action and your works, not just your words. Absolutely. The unity word, the unity word is easy to speak. Right. Right. So, so, so think about, and then that's why I had to challenge myself is that I, I believe in unity. I wrote about unity, solution book about unity, got a unity vote, black vote day plan, like all yeah. that. But 
um, if I don't take this time during this quarantine time, during this downtime, to be intentional, mind you, running seven different businesses, worrying about the Legacy Center, 30 staff members, payroll, who will be coming into the building next week, quarantines, my wife, my family, my daughter, college is closed down, like all of that, like life. But during this time, I knew it was an opportune time to pin everybody down and do what I call my unity lap. Mm-hmm. And that's just, this is an hour out of my day, hour and a half out of my day to be able to build with some brothers and get to know for myself, I signed the value that you can offer my audience and our audience um, just to be able to build with you and get to know you better. And you get to know me better. And to be right. exchange energies, exchange spirits, exchange all that vision to edify each other. All that's valuable towards our, our collective relationship and, and all the big work that we got to do. You know what I'm saying? So this is just one one seed that I want to sow um, in the spirit of unity and um, earning my way to be an essential leader by doing the work and, and, and backing up what it is I say I want to do what I believe I was called to do and what I want to be obedient to doing, which is um, offering my contribution towards our liberty, justice, our unity, justice, and repair. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? And so um, I definitely appreciate you, man, dropping so much gems. I got notes, notes, notes. <laughs> Likewise. Um, Thanks for sharing your platform, bro. I, man, it's, man, bro, it's our platform. There, there, there's no stress or anxiety in the moment. I love that. Um, I think, I know for me, I definitely don't live in the moment enough. Um, but again, thanks for all your game, King. Thanks for everybody that tuned in twice back to back. We had thousands on. We just keep doing more of it. That's it. It's easy. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, yeah. my formula for unity, it starts with um, inclusion. We have to include each other in things that we do. You understand me? Like when we get opportunities, think about who you can also bring into this opportunity as well. So we have to uh, uh, create a seat at the table for other individuals. Be like, you know what? I bet this opportunity would never come to bro. So let me bring that over here because I can provide value to him. There was a conversation between uh, Jay-Z and my good bro, uh, J-Rock, Nipsey Hussle's cousin. You know what I mean? And he was explaining to us at Derek Grace's birthday. He said, you know what? Jay-Z was saying something to Nipsey. He said, you are in uh, uh, places I can no longer go to, and I'm in rooms you can't get to. You understand me? He said, this is how this thing works. Because when we think about what is the real wealth right now, it's that sharing economy, giving me access. As long as my agenda is in that room, we there. If you can teach, like, I'll leave with this last thing. If... It, it, the, the the information, knowledge, smarts, and wisdom, right? Information is just, you know, facts about things, right? You can read about a bike. You can read about running a business. You have information on it, right? But when you actually go ride a bike, now you have knowledge. So anytime you get knowledge on something, it's steeped in personal experience, right? It's not until you convert that information with experience that it becomes knowledge. Why? Because information cannot convert into wisdom because you cannot reflect upon it. You can only reflect upon it based upon your experience, right? So now let's say that now that I got the, the knowledge of, you know, running a business, you don't go to just any entrepreneur with knowledge on a business. No, you go to what? The successful ones, right? right. Why? Because they can teach you the smarts, right? The smart is doing the most effective thing with the knowledge. So now, okay, I, learned, I know that I'm supposed to get into real estate. Right. My cousin got into real estate. He bought a house, but he can't really teach me the deal flow. He can't really teach me things. You understand? I need to go to somebody with the smarts that's really doing it the most effective way. So I'm going to go to Jay. He go teach me how to do. He go give me the smarts. The smarts is how we give each other access. So 
a bro can teach you about the stock market, but not in a way where you just go buy a stock. No, we're going to teach you about the options, the bonds market, the futures. And it's, now you're giving me access, right? Mm. If, if, if a bro got to connect to a radio station or something you can't get to, that person said, you know what, I'm going to share this. Why? Because in a sharing economy, you have what you call zero-cost margins, right? So at zero cost, we are sharing a collaboration in the platform with each other. It costs us nothing. We have fixed costs on our phones, right? We pay our cell phone bills. That's fixed costs. But we have zero-cost margin on this call to where we can stream to thousands of people that come on this line. And that becomes the wealth when we give each other access, right? Because that means that we can do things normally that we couldn't afford. So for me and you to be able to stream to this many amount of people 10 years ago, uh, uh, 19 years ago, only at a certain point in time, only rich people could afford this kind of action. Right. Mm, and, and so today, now we can afford it, but giving each other access. When the shifters was sharing and cross collaborating, we giving each other access. When you give oh, me some geez. knowledge that would have cost me thousands of dollars, you just gave me access. So our wealth distribution is giving each other access to smarts. So now that it's steeped in your experience and it's knowledge over time through reflection, it can become wisdom. So we have to understand the difference between who got the information who got the knowledge, who has the smarts, and who has the wisdom. And it filters how you audit each person within your life and how you tap in and knowing the value that each person has. Because right, teachers today in institutions, they give us information, but they don't give us knowledge because they ain't got no experience. And they can't give us the smarts because they ain't never done it. You know what I mean? You got, you, you got business school teachers that never owned a business. And, and, and it's like, okay, you can't teach me nothing. I'd rather go straight to the smarts. So when we talk about unity, my formula to unity is inclusion, including each other into things, giving each other access, was build solidarity, coming together for a common cause. So now that you've included me in it, bruh, thank you for that reciprocation. We become bonded, right? And then that bond says that, okay, now we're coming together for a common cause. We have that reciprocal energy around each other. When Nipsey also was 19, he said that when he went out to Africa, that's when he became conscious because he observed family time. He observed that around eating times is when they bridge community together. We say we love black people, but you can't love somebody that you don't know. You love the idea of them. So we don't know each other, so we can't really love each other, which is why we got to all go all the way back to what the Egyptians invented to, 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 to find love within ourselves. When we can look back at our own ancestors throughout America that has invented everything from the cell phone, the microchips, you know what I mean, the, the, the street lights, everything. But how can we not study in them like the Egyptians when we invented more things than them? Because we don't really love each other or see each other as brothers and sisters. We're disconnected in the divided people. So it's not until we start practicing inclusion and we see each other as brothers and sis and we get to know each other and we update each other on who we are. Then we can start having that solidarity and coming together for that common cause. And that's what breeds unity. But we've been taught what unity the word is, but we never taught the formula. We've never seen it. So a lot of us don't have any experience in unity. We only have information on it. Now, that's super dope. I think um, that's part of the work and that's part of the proof. Um, like you said, is the access. Like, like if, if I can't offer you access, the value of access, how can we unify? How can we build that solidarity? Right. If, if, I don't trust you, if I don't trust you with the access or you abuse the access, <laughs> right? right? Or, or I have an ego or pride about the access. Like, bro, I'm hype for people on my platform to go follow you. That's going to make me feel like like you got people that's so into followers, likes, posture, and position 
that they want to refuse access just because they want to be the bigger person on a pole. Or yeah. they're scared that people might might be enthralled or enamored with somebody else's value that you might not find me as valuable if you see how smart 19 Kings is. Uh, and, and so I think those are the kind of uh, ego-centered uh, and, and just low-spirited, low-conscious things that are preventing us from unifying. And so I think it's the more that we lead by example and show that black thought, show that righteous thought, show that unity thought, and how two brothers, and that's what I really want to do this, this quarantine time, is is is, ex, is expose and, and collaborate and build with as many people on my platform as possible. No affiliate deal, no back-end exchange, no no promo, no nothing, bro. Just, just bro, it's just, it's, 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 it's unity, it's access, it's, it's, it's building, it's love. It's love in the flesh, it's, right. it's all that. So um, I, I got to dip, man. Please, King, um, I'm going to say one thing, and then I want you to uh, take us out and tell everybody where they can find you and any of the upcoming events you got, digitally, services, goods, products, oil, whatever, crowns, all that. But <laughs> yeah, um, I, I got pinned right now for everybody watching. I got a free digital class. It's an hour and 10 minutes. Super inspirational, super fundamental value that everybody should watch. It's a crisis class how to survive and thrive through any crisis. It's going to give you some fundamental knowledge. It's free game online. It's at jmorrisonrealestate.com. Everybody's tapping into that. Value, smarts, jmorrisonrealestate.com. Free crisis class. Um, King, 19 Keys, please tell everyone, man, where they can link up with you, get more knowledge from you. I know they, they got to be, they, if they smart, they got to be um, aligned. And I wouldn't even say, uh, I don't want to say addicted, but I mean, this like when you get high frequency, it should almost be addictive. It's like yeah. the energy you don't want to you don't want to leave from around. So tell them how they can tap into your energy, King, your frequency, your nineteen keys. Um, you can definitely find me on. Uh, thank you. Um, you can find me at nineteen underscore keys. Um, you know we have the crowns. Of course, I've been doing that for a long time, and we have the EMF chips in the crowns that not only do they represent a divine reminder of your higher self, but they also protect your higher frequencies. You understand me? Um, we have a books. You know what I mean that already currently exists. We have the market keys class, and of course, um, if you if we have the podcast, the YouTube, we have a cornucopia of you can join my keys group to stay uh, tapped in with me right now and stay updated to what all of the courses, the classes, the value I engage with the people there. You understand me? And we have a whole network of individuals who are constantly trying to provide access to each other. Listen, everybody has to go through the recession, but you don't have to go through it alone. And so this is what we're trying to do is we, we're building and bridging a community where people can go and grow through it together, not go through it. You want to grow through it together. So make sure that you lead with me as my good brother billionaire PA say, because there's three type of people in the world. There's wolf, there's sheep, and there's shepherds. And you have to decide which one you're going to be. And so the shepherds try to lead the sheep away from the wolves. You understand me? And so... The, and at the same time, our goal is to turn as many sheep into shepherds at the same time so that they can lead the people. And so come over here and become a shepherd of the people, man, and, and tap in and unlock your mind. Because, you know, you may be a leader in one area, but you may be missing a frequency in the other. And so whatever I have that is a value that I can impart upon the next person, that is the value that God, you know what I mean, that consciousness within myself allowed me to tap in to provide to the world. So, yeah, follow me in the 19 days. I don't change your life. You know what I mean? I'm following. <laughs> All right, follow at 19 underscore keys. His website, links in bio. Yeah, get that. that get them paradigm keys. Get that book tonight. Read it. You know what I mean? And let me know what you think of it. Gotta be worth it. Gotta be. I, I gotta tap in on that. Absolutely. King, love you. Appreciate you, man. Likewise. Um, let's keep let's just keep doing what we do, man. Keep building. You know, I'm here for anything you need.
All right. Peace, God. Well, one love. Peace, God. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.